Are you tired of feeling stuck in a cycle of scarcity, knowing deep down that you're destined for so much more? Do you yearn to elevate your wealth and manifest a life overflowing with abundance? Well, get ready to embark on a transformational journey because the free Money Mindset Workshop is back and better than ever. Mark your calendars for Friday, May the 31st at 6pm UK time, where we'll be diving into the secrets of unlocking all that prosperity. If you can't make it live, no worries. You'll still have access to the replay so you won't miss a single nugget of wisdom. So why should you join me for this life-changing free workshop? Firstly, we're going to shake off those limiting beliefs and mindset blocks that have been holding you back. It's time to break free and unleash the full potential of your money mindset. Then we'll be talking about manifesting wealth and success like never before. So say goodbye to just dreaming and hello to turning those dreams into tangible realities. And let's not forget about the cash flow because we're going to explore all the ways that money can flow into your life, enriching it beyond measure. Some of you might be wondering, does mindset really work? Absolutely. This workshop will serve as your guide and light, showing you how mindset shapes your reality and empowers you to actively pursue your goals. So whether you're a newbie to positive money mindset or a seasoned pro, this workshop is designed for you. If you're ready to see a significant transformation in your wealth and you're eager to embrace new techniques for inviting prosperity into your life, then you belong here. So what's on the agenda? We've got a 90-minute interactive session where we'll tackle those limiting beliefs head-on and uncover the abundance waiting to be embraced. Just imagine, instead of struggling, you could manifest money faster easier and with less effort. Are you ready to step into a life of abundance? Join me Friday, May the 31st for my free money mindset workshop. To sign up for your free place, visit cannycrystalsacademy.co.uk forward slash workshop. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG.
Hi everyone, thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Canny Crystals, the podcast. I hope that you're all well. Um, this week I've got a guest on the show all the way from sunny Australia. Well, it's their winter at the moment, but she's a Reiki master, she's a tarot reader, she's a hypnotherapist, and most of all, she is an intuitive self-love coach. So please welcome Jazz Gat to the show. Hi Jazz, how are you? I'm excellent, Mark. So excited to be here with you. Thank you so much for the opportunity. No problem. What time is it there in Australia? Just out of curiosity. <laughs> uh, it is 8pm on Monday evening. Okay, so you're seven hours ahead of us. I, I did wonder because yeah. I, I saw on, on one of my friends' story, one of my friends has just moved to Australia and I saw that he was out for a run at like, I think it was like seven o'clock this morning. And I was like, no way. <laughs> but I've, I'm totally forgetting <laughs> you're ahead. I thought you were behind. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> just before we get started, Jazz, would you mind telling everyone just a little bit about yourself and what you do, just so we can get to know you and who you are? Yeah, absolutely. So um, living in Australia, that's where I'm from, from Sydney, Australia, but I live in um, Western Australia over in Perth there, um, intuitive self-love coach and um, uh, just a brand new mum. I have a beautiful 12-week-old little baby and yeah, just figuring out life. I've been on a journey. I was a traveller for full-time for 11 years and and COVID kind of grounded me and, and changed life's projection um which was something i was seeking for a very long time but didn't know how to kind of come about and through an amazing series of events uh, i was placed in a wonderful situation and kind of things fell into place really beautifully i'm a stubborn scorpio so i never would have gotten myself here if it wasn't through the help of the universe and (laughs) and yeah now i find myself living an a mission that I only dreamt of for many, many years. So, um, yeah, I'm a Reiki master, so I work with people um, by a distance so that there's no restrictions and people can access this modality from anywhere in the world at any time. Um, I'm an NLP, a hypnotherapist, um, intuitive self-love coach, do psychic guidance readings and, um, yeah, just learn and grow and evolve every single day. Amazing. So how did you get into all this self-love coaching? And can you explain a bit about what actually is self-love coaching? Because even I had to do a bit of research on this because I, I, I'm a bit clueless when it comes to coaching <laughs> and things like that. So what is self-love coaching and how did you get into it? So it's an interesting question. And it was something that I stumbled across. I'm a big believer that everything's kind of put in your path and, you know, divine timing and synchronicities, everything kind of comes about as, as you need it. And I cluelessly stumbled across, um, of course, a sponsored Instagram ad just came across my feed one day and I thought, what is this? Same as you, what is a self-love coach? And I read it and every single word that I read, I was like, that's me. I can do that. This is amazing. This is the modality I needed and what I really want to help people with. You know, I can guide people through it's, this self-love coach is me. I know it. And I read it and I thought, oh, great. And I, I thought, okay, I'm going to go through with this. And silly enough, I signed up thinking that it was um, something that I was doing to help others. And the first task that we had and the first thing we learned about hit me like a ton of bricks and I realized straight away that I was clueless. I had no idea what self-love was for and I signed up for the course because I needed it. I was the client. Straight away <laughs> I knew. And um, wow, what a journey it was to come across that. So I I wanted to combine the two after every, every, the, the certification and everything like that. But to go back to the self-love coaching, it's about understanding in, in my perception of who we really are. 
and it's not just you know one shoe one size fits all nothing like that it's very tailored it's very individual and what it means to us is um different to everybody you know we often think that self-care sunday sunday is the solution to everything that we have a bubble bath we put on a face mask we take ourselves out for a nice walk and and that's it we've ticked the box for self-love this week but in fact that's self-care and self-love itself there's five pillars to that so we have the self-forgiveness self-acceptance self-gratitude self-care that we all know about and then the mighty old one, self-trust. And it's a big process um, and it can be applied to many different things and that's how we can overcome a lot and um, deepen that trust within ourselves. So I went through the process. I was the client. I had to bring up many things from my life and then lots of realizations. And then the intuitive side came through where, you know, as you've mentioned, um, psychic intuitive and Reiki master and things like that. That was a whole nother journey that we can go through in a little bit. But to be one or the other wasn't really enough. And I I found that it wasn't who I was. You know, I didn't want to choose a niche or something like this. I, I went in with this with whole heart that I wanted to help and guide people through a journey um, of connecting in with themselves and loving themselves as I had to do and I still do. So to me, it's a, a molding and blending pot of both that – we use our intuition, we use our self-trust and we we learn who we are and who we want to be. So the self-love and, and um, yeah, our, our intuition t- together is, is what it means to me and, and just it's who we are and who we want to be. That's amazing. So in terms of self-love, like what can we do in our day-to-day lives to basically ensure that we bring about that deeper sense of change with self-perception? So for me, when I think of this question, the first thing that pops to mind is awareness. And it's something that I had to learn. As I mentioned, I'm a stubborn stubborn Scorpio. I learn everything the hard way. You can't just put something in front of me and expect it to happen. I need to go through it and be dragged through the ringer. So for me, I I realized, and as I mentioned, I was a traveler for 11 years prior to COVID. And I was on autopilot the whole time. I always knew there was something more and I always knew that I was that I was craving something, but I didn't know what it was. And all these wonderful experiences I had had, I was just on autopilot. I didn't really know. It wasn't until I stopped and slowed down and had that forced period of reflection that I realized how much I took for granted, how I really just skimmed through things. I was kind of very surface level um, and never really got down. And in fact, with the title of traveler taken away from me, I had no idea who I was. I had no idea what I liked, what I, what I did for fun, what I enjoyed, because everything was kind of a persona. It was a job. What I did it for work was who I was. And when it was all taken away and all stripped back, who was I? And I had to learn. And that was hard. So for me, it's all about awareness, being present, being um, yeah, where you are and, and taking everything in and, and enjoying your surroundings. Seeing what happens for you and how you react to different things is, is what it's all about. You may think that you have really deep self-love, but do you really know what's going on with you? And it's not until you sink in and associate in your body, see where you're feeling things, see how you're thinking about things, see the reactions – that you can really understand what's going on for you. Who are the people around you? They are your projection. So if there's someone who's frustrating you, excuse me, I'm going off on a bit of a tangent now, but if there's someone that's frustrating you in your life, 
they're a projection of you. So how can you look into them to learn more about yourself? Um, so awareness, that's the, the main thing that I can say to people is being aware of your situations, your emotions, your reactions, and, and your inner circle. It's interesting, isn't it? Because there's a lot of self-exploration there and like you say, awareness and things. So do you think that there's a part of this that's kind of more to do with negative thoughts and shifting those behavioral patterns just so that you've, you've got that self-awareness? Yeah, absolutely. So I believe a lot in limiting beliefs, being limiting decisions, and also the subconscious mind. Um, and in the work that I do around NLP and hypnosis is all about the subconscious mind and understanding our programming. Our subconscious mind just goes through processes of how we've trained it. It it it, it reacts best to specific instructions. So what are the instructions we've given it? So if we go back to then around the awareness and and how we've been programmed we don't often know it's just a belief system for us if we react in a certain way we just think that that's how it is and it's usually in our childhood and the programming that we've had that make us believe that and we do need to shift that to be able to move forward and go in the direction we want to go otherwise we come up to these roadblocks and these challenges and we don't know how to get around them because we can't see in another way. So you're absolutely right that it's about those behavioral systems um, and the subconscious mind for us to really realize that we only ever do the best with the tools we have and the knowledge of how to use them. And in any moment, we can get more knowledge um, and, and different tools. And also we can always choose again and choose different belief systems as well. Everything is just a belief and it can always be changed. I'm learning so much during this because I've always, I've, I've talked about unlimiting beliefs and things like that in previous episodes, and I'm going through them with um, my life coach as well. So I'm, I'm always working through my limiting beliefs. And I do think that they are the core center of everything in life that we have doubts about. And it, it's weird, isn't it? So the way I always talk to people about self-love and self-esteem and all that is I just tell them to go and buy a rose quartz. <laughs> do you know <laughs> well, what I mean? That's very important as well. <laughs> Yeah, but do you work with crystals yourself? Do you see any benefits of using crystals in your own self-belief journey? Absolutely not. I can't tell you how much I love crystals. And to the point where I was a backpacker, like I told you, I was a traveler for 11 years, but I was a backpacker. And when you carry your entire life on your back, it's important that you only carry the essentials. Now, I would go to places and get rid of things so that I could get new things, try to use by the system of one out, one in. However, there was something that was non-negotiable for me, and that was my beautiful little crystal patch. And everywhere I went around the world, I collected different crystals. And I, I do this very intuitively, and I choose by feel. And then I look into the meaning and it's always what I need and it's how it feels in my body and everything like this. So I used to carry around this pouch, which was probably like 30 centimetres high and maybe 15 centimetres wide. And no joke, it probably weighed at least four to five kilos. <laughs> and in your backpack, when you have like 20 kilos on a plane and I'm taking up four to five kilos with rocks, that should give you a bit of an insight <laughs> to how important crystals are to me. I have them in, in this space we're sitting and recording right now. I have my shelf back here with all the crystals from around the world. In all my Reiki um, healings and all my sessions, I use crystals as a part of a healing benefit as well. I believe wholeheartedly in them. And they're so special 
and so important to me. I really can't recommend them enough. And I, I use them as work and I use them for recreation. So I understand completely when you talk about self-love, telling people to get a rose quartz. I agree. And it does have a lot of powers. In my opinion and my experience, there's a little bit more to it than that, but it is a part of the journey. Absolutely. <laughs> Brilliant. I mean, you know what, you know me, I rant and rave about crystals till the cows come home. That's all I do all day and all night on TikTok and Twitter and Instagram. Um, so what are the tips other than using crystals do you have for anyone listening that could be kind of in that point of low self-esteem and low self-confidence and they really feel lost? Sure. So firstly, I'd like to validate anybody who's feeling that way and, and for them to know and understand that they're not alone. Um, that what they feel is valid and it can be really consuming. Now, this is where I step back into the coach coach seat here and I say that start with making the decision that there is a new way and that they're enabling themselves and empowering themselves to believe that they can feel differently. And if we look at the subconscious mind, everything is a decision. We decide to stay in the situation we're in, or we decide to choose a new belief system. So it, it, it's crazy to think it's that simple, but it can be. So I also like to say, start with forgiveness, you know, and as we mentioned before, forgiving yourself for only doing the best with the tools that you had and the knowledge of how to use them at that time. And now you are better equipped and you can make another decision. You can move in a new direction, but forgive yourself for choosing what you did at that time, but knowing that it was the best that you could possibly do and then moving forward with that as well. Um, yeah, choose again. Another thing I like to say is um, about energetics and getting things out of their, out of your energetic body. So once you start to talk things out, so so don't feel like you need to keep it in within you. If you can share it, if you can write it out, if you can speak it out, that starts to get it out of your energetic body and into the physical world. And that's a form of release. And that's a new way for you to start releasing and letting go of these things that are controlling you at this moment. So work with your energetic body as well. See where you're feeling these things. Are they, which chakra are they being held in for you at the moment? Are you feeling it in your tummy? Are you feeling it in your chest? Is it in your throat? Where are you feeling it? And finding that method of release um, whether it be sharing and talking to someone else, writing it out in journaling, speaking to yourself in a voice note, just get it out of your body and then start that release. And that's going to have a really big shift for you as well. Yeah, I think definitely releasing, especially because I talk to my partner about everything and I share pretty much everything that happens in the day with them. And But when it comes to partners, I know that not all partners are supportive and loving and kind, like mine is, for example, but I know not everyone has that. So what can people do basically to ensure that they make themselves their number one priority yes okay so it's simple you can't fill from an empty cup and if you take it back and this is something that I have to learn and look everything that you learn is often that you have to do it again it's yeah. not it's not just a, a once you've learned it you've learned the lesson and you're always programmed for the same thing we slip up sometimes don't we and it's it's easy for us to go back into old thought patterns and old beliefs and you just have to be aware and realize that so knowing that you can't fill from that empty empty cup there and it's one step at a time just one step at a time do something that brings you joy no matter how big or how small that is and think about what you'd tell your best friend 
if if you were talking to your best friend and they were feeling a bit down, you would advocate for them and you would say, look, look after yourself. Do what you need to do. Um, find an activity that's good for you or what do you love doing and what brings you happiness and go about and do that and reflect that straight on you. It's just as easy as that. If you can encourage somebody because you want them to feel good and you want them to be in a good space, do that to yourself as well. Give yourself permission to have that time. Definitely. So not only do you do your um, self-love work and your one-to-one coaching, but I also spied when I was on your website the other day, things like the Intuitive Mentorship Program and the three-month breakthrough package and the wound clearing package. So would you mind telling us a bit more about that and what they actually involve? Yeah, absolutely. So I'd love to speak firstly about the wound clearing package because this is... Everything is my favorite. I'm so intrigued I, by this. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's good that you've asked because I haven't worked with a male client yet. However, males also have womb spaces and it's very symbolic to men as well. Men were also born from the womb. So, you know, you have, you have that connection too. So in the way of womb clearing, this was something that I hesitated around and it wasn't something that necessarily felt natural to me. It was something intuitive and I was, um, for me, it was about a fertility journey to begin before I, I wanted to conceive. And I just started having all these downloads. I remember I was still working for somebody else and I was driving to work and I just became obsessed. I had all this information come into my head about the womb and, and what it means and how much we hold and how it's kind of like the information draw for our life and, and you know, interesting facts like we have three generations of um, lives within us when we're born. We have when our mother was in our grandmother's womb, she had all the eggs she needed in her ovaries for for us for her lifetime. So we ha- we're born with three generations on top of us, and sometimes the things in this lifetime that we need to clear aren't even our own. We're just born in with them before we can even start fresh. So all this information started coming to me, and I was hesitant because I didn't feel like it resonated and one day I just realized you know I started to put together this idea of womb clearing and I again I thought I'm my client I need this so I started researching and everything that I had that had popped into my head was right there in facts that um was all knowledge that I had gotten from a random place was true so I again I became obsessed and then I started putting that all these practices into play for myself and it was an amazing journey and as I said I entered it as a fertility kind of journey and I was I have a 12 week old baby now so this was very successful for me but it was also like an imprint of 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 past relationships that I was still holding in that space that was very negative very unprocessed emotions um that was holding me back in so many ways and through this womb clearing I was able to firstly be aware of this and realize this and clear this and alleviate this out of my energetic body which was huge I had no space to welcome anything in um so so I was able to clear that and our womb just holds so much the symbolic meaning of womb is the sum total of all possibilities all potentials and it's all about fertility and abundance fertility not just necessarily meaning creating a baby but creating it's our space of creation so it's really important to me when I when I work with clients around this. It's not only around fertility. Sometimes it's about when we have unprocessed emotions in our energetic body. It can start to manifest in discomfort and dis ease. So I have clients that come to me that have 
um, issues within this area, you know, painful menstruation, things like this. Um, I have people who just want to deepen their relationship with self, people on fertility journeys, and every single program that I sign up is tailored and individual to that person. It's not just a cookie cutter approach. Nothing I do, I like to have a cookie cutter approach. It's like, okay, what would we like to achieve here? We go through a history and we try and tailor how it's going to work for you. You know, we'll use hypnosis. We can use journaling prompts. We'll use energy work. Sometimes we will use NLP processes as well if it's about the subconscious mind and limiting beliefs. And we will use any modality necessary to get you to the place that you want to be for the for the desired outcome and the desired goal. And it's so special to me because I went through it myself and also because it's vulnerable and intimate space, isn't it? But it holds everything. So once you start to put that key in and start to unlock, you notice so many different changes in other areas of your life as well. So, um, yeah, I really hold that one close to my heart. And then, as you mentioned, there's the intuitive mentorship and there's also the three-month breakthrough and they're both one-to-one coaching. Again, I don't like a cookie-cutter approach. Everything is tailored to my clients one-on-one. The intuitive mentorship is what we kind of call like talk therapy, so it's just coaching. The three-month breakthrough we're knocking you down to build you up. <laughs> no stone is unturned and we're going through it all. We will use any modality necessary. It is coaching, but as I mentioned, I like an integrated approach. So we will use hypnosis. We will use energy work. We will use NLP processes, whatever necessary um, to get you to your desired goal and outcome. We like to use it all together rather than separate. Okay, this is the, the spirituality. This is the woo-woo and this is the coaching. Let's bring it together um, and, and have that integration process. I love that, especially the womb clearing <laughs> package. There's something that I've never even given any thought to, but you're so right when we're passed down from like three generations of women, like from being in the womb and it's totally right. You've probably got like things that have been passed down through generations. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. not only do you coach others and arm people like myself with kind of tools and techniques to help raise their self-esteem and self-love and confidence, but you mentioned there you're also a hypnotherapist, aren't you? So mm-hmm. talk us through how that works, because is that kind of... If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. That's life regression, or is that more 
for help with you overcoming limiting beliefs and blocks. Yes. So it is absolutely limiting beliefs and blocks. And it's all about the subconscious mind. So as I've mentioned, the, the subconscious mind it runs everything. It's our program of how our life works. And it likes to it likes specific direction. And that's what it does. So let's use an example about money. When you were younger, your parents might have said to you, money doesn't come easy, money doesn't grow on trees. We've all heard that, right? It's a generational thing. Yeah. So for us, we think we need to work really hard for money and that when we get money, it's going to go away really quickly because it doesn't come easy and it's not abundant, it's not plentiful, it's not easily accessible. So that's a program that we were taught and that we took on when we were younger. So hypnosis helps us go back to those programs and give our mind, our subconscious mind, new directions. And we can program whatever you're looking for. And if it's abundance, we, we do a hypnosis specifically around attracting abundance. And it's telling your subconscious mind that it does come easily, that it does come effortlessly, that it is deserved, that we are worthy of what we want. And then people start to notice that, that's their program and these little manifestations start to come a lot quicker and you know the nice surprises of life come up to them more easily and they get more and more confidence and they're putting out that good energy and then they start attracting more and more so it's about yeah re not necessarily reprogramming giving a new direction to the subconscious mind to allow it to think positively towards whatever goal it is that you're looking to achieve and is hypnotherapy something that is done face-to-face -face or can that be done distance as well? Everything I do can be done distance. And that's what I love about it is that there's no limitations. There's no barrier to entry for people when it comes to distance. We can we can do it. So, yes, it's I, I do all these things over Zoom. Um, we can do group hypnosis and we can also do one-on-one -on -one hypnosis. One-on-one, -on -one you can put different um, intentions in there specific to the person and then the group hypnosis can be more generalised. But, yeah, there's no barrier. It can be for everyone. You've sold it to me. I am literally booking as soon as we come off this call. Yes. I want to book into that <laughs> hypnotherapy. So you've got a client there straight away. Thank you, um, thank you, thank you. <laughs> something you mentioned earlier in this conversation as well. You mentioned that you did a lot of backpacking. And I know from looking on your Instagram last week, you have seen the world. I was going through and I was like, oh my God, she's been here. She's been there. She's been everywhere. Do you think that that helps you in your self-love journey because you're kind of an explorer and you're exploring what else is out there? Absolutely. So before I became a self-love coach, I actually trained to be a travel coach. And oh, wow. for me, that was, yeah, it was wonderful, except I did it in COVID and no one could travel, <laughs> including myself. <laughs> but it was the gateway. It was meant to be. It was what could get me into the coaching world. You know, I wouldn't have ever felt confident enough to approach and enter it if it wasn't for something that I felt so confident in, like travel. And for me, I realized that travel for me was all about self-development and self-discovery and self-awareness. And I would not be who I am today if it wasn't for that experience with travel. And it taught me everything about who I am through my reactions, you know, through the people that I had met along the way, how I interpreted them, how they interpreted me, um, what I was like when I was in a foreign country, if, what I was afraid of, what I was confident in. Travel taught me everything because I was on my own. I did it all solo and I didn't have that support network that you have at home when you feel uncertain or when you need to chat through things. You don't have that 
support and the comfort that you're used to every day. You're literally thrown in a new situation every day. And you, am I going to be fed? Am I going to be watered? Do I have somewhere to sleep? Am I safe? They're the things that you're operating on each day. And it teaches you so much about yourself. And there's nothing I would change around that journey. And I, I truly believe it shaped me to who I am today. And my bag of rocks that I carried with me. <laughs> I love that bag of rocks. <laughs> <laughs> me too. So is spirituality a pretty new concept to you? Or is this something that you've been following for years? Like, did you have an early spiritual awakening? Because mine's only come in the last three years. So I just wondered how yours came about. I, I love that you asked that. And it's something that I ponder all the time. I, I truly feel that it's always walked alongside me. However, I've never... I wasn't always standing. I battled then with my subconscious of thinking, was it awareness? Was it openness? But it was understanding of what it was. So when I was quite young, I used to always have dreams of random things, random, random things, nothing, nothing substantial, but just dreams of me in a particular situation saying a particular set of words. And when I was 18, my first experience happened that I had what they call deja vu. And it, for me, was a dream that I had had. So I kind of considered it like a premonition. And I was really aware because I had such a strong sensation and feeling within my body when this happened that I had had this dream a few years before. And I was in a place that I could never know that I was going to be. And then it kept happening and happening and happening. And I'd always believed around the things of um, things happen for a reason and, you know, manifestation, all the things I know now, but I never knew the labels for them. Mm. And I never knew that they were a thing. It was just a belief. When I came about crystals, I was, I was quite hesitant and scared around them. And I was, I was always quite curious around psychics and things. And I always wanted one, but I feared seeing one because I feared that I had like an addictive personality and that what they would tell me I would live by and that I wouldn't be able to live my life after hearing yeah. what they would have to say to me. You know, all these things, there was something that I was so curious about and I, I had these different senses that I could, like I mentioned to you, the deja vu and the dreams. I just didn't know. I didn't know what to do with it or how it was. And as I started to dive into the community a little bit more, a series of events, you know, I, I went to a psychic and I, I got a crystal and, and these kind of things. And I had had some experiences once I went to like a cemetery and I, I felt all the spirits around me and I was quite freaked out because I didn't know what it was, you know. Um, and I'd had a, like a, a big sensation of a spirit come to my room once and I could smell there was a smell I had and that was them. They were telling me everything was okay, but I was fearful of this kind of experience because I didn't know what it was. But it was tiny little seeds being planted for me along the way. And when I started being more comfortable going into the metaphysical shops, you know, like the crystal shops and the, where you can get oracle cards and tarot and things like this, everyone will go out of their way to come to me and say, you know you can do this too. And I started to say, yeah, but I don't know how. Yeah understand it's there but I don't know how to do it and they were all like it will happen and it did and it did and I started trusting and I started becoming more curious and allowing that curiosity and knowing that it wasn't taboo and it wasn't unsafe and it wasn't weird to some people it's weird but to me they're weird so you know and you just allow yourself to dive a little bit deeper into these things and then I would never have you know 
done Reiki without training. I would never offer a psychic guidance session without the certification and training. And after I went through the process of getting all this training and getting all these certificates and learning all these things, I realized I never needed it. I had it all. I always had it all. But it was just my belief system that it's fake and fraud if you don't go through the training and things. The training was so beneficial to me, you know, like I learned so much and I had the ability to ask questions and and I had the trust with my mentor that I could try things and, you know, experiment. I had a really great circle around me, my guinea pigs, I call them. Um, every time I have a new service or something and, and they were always the skeptics. I had one beautiful friend and she was a skeptic, but she was open to a distance healing, my first ever one. And now she's my best client. You know, wow. she, she really benefited her and that gave me so much confidence as well to be able to talk through it with her afterwards. So, I realized I always had all of these things and now I know that it's, it can be done. So yeah, it was, it's always been, it's been a big journey for me of, of lots of seeds and, and breadcrumbs along the way. And there's still so much more. I know that there's still so much more to discover. I'm a constant evolution. I know I feel exactly the same because I always say like every day is a school day. And I mean, I've spoke about this on the show a few times now and I've had Reiki done to me a few times before too. And it is fascinating. So I'm actually undergoing my Reiki training at the moment. I mean, it's on standby just right now, just because I've been so busy because I'm, but I'm loving learning all about it. You know what I mean? So I've done my level one. Um, so I'm undergoing my training for my level two and things like that, but I just can't wait to start and like actually do it on people. I do it on my partner every now and again. And it's just amazing, isn't it? And it's, it's just like I say, every day is a school day and there's always something new to learn. And I'm always reading about different things. I mean, just yesterday, I think it was, I put on something about grounding. I've only just recently discovered grounding. And I mean, you, you messaged straight away, didn't you? And you were like, I love this. But I've even just like watched the grounding movie on YouTube a couple of nights ago i'm going to do a podcast episode about it next week i think because i've ordered some grounding sheets as well from amazon so they're coming today so i can't wait to just like put these sheets on my bed and be <laughs> earth and like i'm just seeing all reading all the benefits of that yesterday i went out for a dog walk with just like bare feet and yeah what's your experience of grounding so yes for me it's also nature i need to be outside but it's I feel the need to talk about now association and dissociation, um, which is also a form of grounding. So whether this is a term we use when we're, we're coaching and we're talking about the subconscious mind, um, if we're associated, we're in our body, we're feeling the feelings, we're hearing everything, we're looking through our own eyes, whether if we're dissociated, it's kind of more like a fear state when we mm. don't want to feel what's going on, we've got the bird's eye view, so we're looking down and we're seeing ourselves in a situation. And there's different, it, it's important for us in many different situations to be associated. And they also, funnily enough, associate that with grounding. Lots of the energy work I do, one of the first things I can feel in a client is if they are really seeking grounding or not. And often when they uncertain and they have decisions coming up but they can't make up their mind and they just don't know what to do it's because they're not grounded they're being blown around in the wind you know the wind is blowing in different directions and there's lots of influences and they're going here there and everywhere and grounding is what brings them back i often remind myself that i am also the client and i am also blown around in the wind wind a lot of the time and i need to ground i need to make sure that my energy is sacred that my energy is protected and 
most of the time for me to solve it, I just need to go out into nature. I need to be near the water or I need to be in a forest or I just need to go out for a walk with the elements freely open and around and just associate, be in my body, whatever feelings come up there for a reason and, and just acknowledge those rather than push them down and just be aware. And then I know that I'm grounded as well. So and then focus on the root chakra make sure that there's no blockages there and then move through. Amazing. Uh, like I say, I am all all about learning new things and I'm just doing a lot of research on grounding and earthing right now. So this is all new to me, but <laughs> what you've just said there is absolutely makes sense because even with crystal healing, there's a lot of crystals like tourmaline and black obsidian and things like that, where they are grounding and nurturing crystals and they don't just block all negative energy and absorb that negative energy. They're all grounding and earthing. Mm -hmm. And it's weird, I've never really fully understood what that meant until I've started hearing about grounding and earth. And I'm like, okay, it's connecting you back to the earth, back to nature and things. It's very interesting. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you now these next two questions. And I ask all of my guests these because the answers just absolutely fascinate me. <laughs> but what is on your vision board for the foreseeable future? So what does the next five years hold for you? So for me, it's about really living in alignment and you know, you mentioned my social media and things like that. And for me, that's really important. It, of course, this isn't a five-term, uh, like a, a long-term goal, but that was the first step for me, changing everything about my social media to reflect me now. I was very much aware that I was living in between two worlds. I wasn't, as much as work as I had done, I wasn't totally ready and committed to letting go of that traveller because it, it was all I knew. And I was so nervous about that, but I finally realized that I'm not living in alignment with my mission and who I want to be if I don't let go of that. And things didn't make sense when I was in between two worlds. So now for me, the short term, it's about coming home to me and understanding, learning more about myself and moving forward in the world, knowing that I will attract those who need me and that I need. Um, I've just become a mother. That's really important to me to make sure that I get that right. So often my clients come to me because of some conscious programming in their childhood. I need to be really aware of that, that I don't put all these programs <laughs> in my child. So learning who I am now is, is the big one. I've, as I mentioned, constant evolution of self. And like you mentioned for yourself as well, I will never stop learning. I will never stop growing. Um, and it's my job to be really aware of that. Last year, I manifested some really big things, and that's not necessarily my focus in the short term moving forward. I want to get rid of the stuff, and I, I don't want to get rid of the stuff. I love the stuff. The stuff that we manifested, I would, I'm happy to keep, but I want to not make that stuff my focus. I want my focus to be, as I mentioned, coming home to me and who I am, my mission, and moving forward in that world, in the world with an authentic view and with an authentic purpose and, and really doing what's on my heart and making that the most important thing with my relationships in my life um, and my relationship with self. That's what's important to me because I've always made it about everything else. So now it's my turn to come back. So what advice, if you were able to go back in time, would you give your younger self, like before all of this started, when you were like smelling those smells before your spirituality <laughs> and things like that, what advice would you give your teenage self? Oh, my teenage self. I feel like she needs a few lessons, but <laughs> I wouldn't be where I, I am today without her. So yeah, I, the word self-love just come up and I just realized 
that everything I did was because I wasn't connected to me and I was trying to find who I was through the experience with others. Um, and I never thought that I could discover who I was through just looking at myself. And trust is the next word that comes up, you know. Allow yourself to be curious. Allow yourself to, if, if things feel like, you know, things pop up, your intuition, allow yourself to have an intuition and develop that um, and not just always seek the outside advice from others and approval from others, that you have all of that you need inside. And when you trust that, the people that are around you will be very different and your circle will be very different and you'll be able to grow a lot faster when you have that confidence in self. So self-love, learn who you are through yourself rather than through outside influences and trust yourself, trust your intuition. That's what I would love to tell mini jazz many years ago because it's taken me a long time to get to that point today. <laughs> Amazing. So Jazz, where can people find you? Because you're undergoing a bit of a name change, aren't you? Like on social media. So where can people find you? So I'm now on Instagram as um, with love and woo. And the idea behind that is all about self-love and being your woo-woo bestie. So, um, yeah, all all things spirituality as well. So with love and woo is my Instagram handle. And through that, you'll be able to find my links to everything else. Um, Bear with me while we undergo through the changes. Like I said, it's, it's all about me learning who I am. And that will be reflected because I'm always aiming to show up as the most authentic version of myself so if I'm changing as a person everything I'm offering and and reflecting is changing too so but one thing we know for certain with love and woo you'll find me there on Instagram and I can direct you the way from there and just to confirm I will also put all of Jazz's um, links in the show notes as well just so if anyone wanting to find her they can click on the show notes there just going to the name change as well talking about that really really briefly before we finish so with love and woo Woo-woo is a new term for me because I think it must be an Australian thing because I've never heard anyone call it that. But I um, listened to an author called Denise Duffield Thomas. I don't know if you've heard of her. Yeah. And she always talks about in Money Bootcamp spiritual woo-woo and she talks about ho'oponopono and she always calls it woo-woo. And I was thinking when you mentioned with love and woo, I was like, this must be an actual term in Australia. It's not something we hear over here in the UK or not something that I've heard of anyway. So yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, I wonder, I would look up where that kind of comes from, actually, woo, but um, it was always in my awareness of of being woo-woo, and it's, woo-woo is like kind of, in my opinion, in my interpretation, that term where it's like thrown to the wind, like it has no validation, and it's, it's very woo, and it's very out there and crazy and made up you know, um, race that <laughs> Being 100%. Woo, 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 woo can be your thing. So, um, yeah, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Mm. Oh, well, there we go. We learned something new. <laughs> well, Jazz, it's been an absolute pleasure. And to anyone else that is interested in the works that Jazz does, like I say, I'll pop all of her details in the show notes for today's episode. So Jazz, thank you so much. I really do appreciate you being here today. Thank you. It's been absolutely amazing. And it's, it's so nice to connect with you and, and yeah, feel your energy and everything that you're achieving as well. Oh, thank you so much. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to leave a review or even just a star rating wherever you're listening from. It just helps to get my podcast seen and keeps it in the charts. 
podcasting is free. I don't get paid to do this. So I do rely on people listening and leaving me a little review. Takes up to 10 seconds to do so. So please just go and do it and I'll be forever grateful. So thank you all so much for joining once again. And I'll see you all next Friday for another episode of Canny Crystals, the podcast. Have a lovely weekend, everyone. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.